and welcome to How to Adult with Joy, a podcast about adulting and the different milestones that we might go through to becoming an adult and all the challenges that comes. Thank you for joining and please remember to subscribe and follow this podcast. Releasing this episode or recording it a bit earlier on a Sunday. I haven't decided whether I'll post it today or on Wednesday. Um, Yeah, I just listened um, to a podcast called Life Uncut. Um, I probably mentioned a few times before that I love this podcast um and today they had a well not today but I think on Wednesday they released an episode um interviewing a lady called Nina can't say her last name but yeah basically she was talking about honor killing and yeah it was just like I don't know if you've um if you guys heard of it before but just search up Nina and honor killing and yeah she'll come up last name starts with a but yeah, it's um her story is a really 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 horrific one. Um, if you want to listen to it on Life Uncut podcast, um yeah, like head on down to the one that was just released on Wednesday. Um, but yeah, it's um it's traumatic. Like holy shit, she went through a lot. Um, yeah, basically she uh. Like, not to, like, sell her story short, you should definitely go listen to it, but it all started when she was only, like, six years old and her family, like, um, started making her um, clean and cook for the family. She wasn't allowed out of her room. Um, I don't know how, like, this can happen in modern-day society and... It's not like she was living... Her family is from India, but um, I think they they moved to the UK when they were when she was young. And it's so bizarre that it can still happen, like, in this day and age where we feel like we have left behind all those, you know, what we would say in bunny is olden day customs. And so she wasn't allowed out of her room except for when her mum called her. Um, and her mum didn't even call her by her name, like, she called her witch, and she wasn't allowed to look into the eyes of any of her other family members. That's just terrible, how can you, I just cannot fathom how you cannot love your own child, um, and the things that, like, happened to her next is even more horrific, and I just cannot believe that there are people that are out there that are so twisted and like and then it just makes me like appreciate that my family even though we were poor were never treated that way or in this way I mean I it was just like really horrific and it's just been stuck with me all day and I I feel like this whole weekend I've just sort of been like on a binge of traumatic PTSD stuff like it's not good for my mental health. I should probably take a break. But I'm addicted. I'm like watching. So I finished uh, da- my daily dose of sunshine. And my social worker friend has recommended another drama. And it's called Castaway Diva. And I was like, oh, yeah. It doesn't sound like something I typically would watch. 
So I've only just started the first episode and I was like, is this something about becoming an idol? I had like no idea. But like, holy shit, like it's way more than just becoming an idol. Like these, not to ruin it, if you guys want to watch it, it's called Castaway Diva on Netflix. Um, yeah, I've only, I haven't even finished the first episode, but it turns out like two little kids, I think they're in middle school, probably like 12 or 13. And like the thing that they have in common is that they're both getting beaten up by their parents, um, both getting beaten up by their dads. Um, and yeah, it's just really sad because, um, so, um, basically the girl wants to be a idol like she has a favorite idol and she wants to be just like her and yeah her dream is to become an idol and she wants to escape the island that she lives on um and the guy i I don't know what his dream is but he's really good at taking videos making videos and stuff and it's almost like he's become her manager (laughs) so anyway they enter a competition um, where he helped her make a video of her singing um and then he submitted it into a contest run by her favorite idol and i think she won the contest um and basically they're on their way to seoul they ran away from home and uh yeah i'm not sure if they've successfully ran away yet because pensive music was queuing and then um yeah my friend came so with the dog and i have not couldn't even finish the first episode yet so um but yeah really recommend it um it is got like child abuse as well which really linked in well with the podcast i was listening to which is lots and lots of child abuse um sexual abuse she gets raped she gets beaten up she gets almost killed and like i feel like the story that i was listening to i'm going to talk back to the podcast about nina it sounds like a horror story like I just feel so bad for this woman and all the trauma that she's going through. Like, I feel like if it was me, I would have, like, GG'd and, like, RIP'd. I don't know how she's built all this resilience to, like, not give up. And I think, like, she mentions it in the podcast interview with um with Brittany that, you know, the reason why she could live was because of her kids. She had, like, three or four kids. Um... And yeah, that's like really like admirable. Like, like yeah, but to have your kids be a reason of living, it's like I don't know. That's also not sure if that's a healthy kind of thing either. But yeah, it's just um really sad. So um to make it even more horrific so um going back to her childhood so when she turned 14 and she was about to get her or she had a period or she almost got a period um her dad came home drunk with all her these friends and then her mom woke her up and told her to um serve them and like like she was a slave or something and um so yeah basically they all got drunk and then when they called her in again they literally gang raped her, including her dad, which is disgusting. That's so like wrong to rape your own daughter. That's so like, what the fuck is wrong with him? And they'll beat her up as well. And I feel so bad for this poor innocent girl who just got raped by all these older men that were supposed to be going to church and being all religious and all high and mighty. And they just 
I'm just so like disgusted and I feel like they all should go to jail for sexual assault. And basically she got beaten up so bad that she was like bleeding everywhere and her mum didn't even do anything and like made her like work the next day. I just like don't know how you can turn your back on your own children but I don't think in the whole story the mum like I don't think she ever beat up her own daughter but she also didn't do anything to protect her daughter and I just feel like how could you let your daughter go through rape by your own husband that's just disgusting and yeah I don't know and then um the worst thing out of everything that she went through is that she got pregnant she could have been carrying her father's own daughter so she didn't get her period they didn't use protection she was raped and then forced her to get an abortion at like 14 and at this time she was still going to school and like i just feel yeah after that she 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 became really depressed as you would after getting beaten up by a bunch of men she had to take a few days off school after that and then getting an abortion at such a young age and then um then because they did that to her she was apparently defiled um she was no longer a virgin so they were like oh we can't sell her off in an arranged marriage and they didn't know what to do with her they were going to send her to india maybe where they do human trafficking and they harvest organs it's terrible and then eventually one of the guys that raped her decided that he would take her for his son in a fake marriage but actually like she and the son like I don't think even spent any time together and apparently she was his sex slave (sighs) I can't believe that your own family member wouldn't even protect you and you was part of the perpetrators and yeah so basically she got married off at like age 17 and um had to work had to like you know cook for the household and um work at the same time and then yeah get like beaten up by the father-in-law and even though she left her household which which sounded pretty shit she went to another shit place and like she just i think eventually she just she she got beaten up so badly that her ankles were like bleeding um and then someone at her workplace asked her about it and then she confided in that friend and the friend was like you should leave you should get out of that place and then i think she was a little bit delusional or you, as the young ones would say delulu and she packed, went home one day and so basically apparently um somebody saw her go on the bus back to her old house like her parents house who has she hadn't seen for years like after they married her off they never saw her again or she, they never came to visit or anything um and then so they got a heads up that she was coming and then um the brother and the dad like as soon as she came in they dragged her into a room and beat her up again in the same room that she was raped i don't know how family members can do this to one another it's disgusting it's so bizarre like she just wanted to have a family to fit in and to please people please them and like 
I just, I just don't understand. And they almost beat her to death. And then one of the brothers, the only one with a little bit of common sense, was like, we can't kill her here. We have to send her to India. And they booked a flight for Sunday where she was going to be sent to India and then someone on the other side would, like, you know, harvest her organs or, like, kill her or do something. It's just so incredibly sad. And I don't think there was many good people in this... um, in the podcast that I heard, but I think one of the her brother's friends told her while she was lying on the floor in her blood that she should run away before they send her to India because she would die. So she had to muster up all of her energy and get up and run away. And she didn't run very far, but she managed to get into a hospital. But then it just seems to like... Every time she thought she would get away, something else would happen and then someone else bad would appear. So apparently she was in hospital for like three months because they broke her hip and they broke her arm and all sorts of injuries. And then um, apparently she got really um, like when people saw that she was they had attempted to honour kill her, they were, like, disgusted or something, I'm not sure. But, yeah, I just, I've never heard of this term until I listened to this episode with the interview with her. And I just cannot believe that people can do this in this day and age, maybe, like, back in the Bible. But I'm just so enraged for her. Like, I just feel like, how the hell can people act like like this? And I just called my sister like um, earlier tonight and then I can't imagine like she and her husband treating their daughter like this. It's just like a reality that um, that I like can't imagine. But apparently there are people um, asking her, DMing this um, lady, Konina, for help from Australia. And it's, like, happening behind, you know, closed doors. And it's all hush-hush. And she's getting, like, you know, death threats for, you know, exposing this practice that apparently still takes place in this day and age. And I'm just wondering, like, who my friends are. I don't have that many Indian friends, but I wonder how many of them feel like this. How many of them are being tortured at home? And have I ever gone past someone that has been going through this? It's just like, you know, once you know something, you feel like your eyes are open to it. You're like, have I been the one of the bystanders that didn't help someone that was crying out for help but wasn't able to ask for help? I don't know. It's just shocking, like, that it could happen in our own back door, backyard. But, um... Yeah, so um, anyway, the next bad thing that happened to her was that so she tried to find her old best friend, I think one of her best friends, and and then she went to their house, but she wasn't there. Um, She had, I think, since that time, broken up with a guy. Um, And then, then, yeah, that guy was like, oh, you can live here, and then um, or something like that, yeah. And then that guy became the father of her three kids, but he was also very abusive. Like, the first 
reason that he the way that he impregnated her um was by lacing some coke in alcohol and then basically raping her while she was intoxicated <sighs> so many bad guys in this um in this true story of hers and she didn't leave him for like 20 plus years apparently um and they had like a few kids together and then one time like i think she was impregnated with a boy or something like that her second or third kid and then i think he was going out one day and he saw her and he shoved her down the stairs which is like the fuck another attempted killing but yeah she ended up having to go to hospital and then unfortunately she lost that baby and she was like devastated she's so horrific though um and then she ended up being pregnant again with another child i just don't understand how you can stay with that guy um but yeah eventually i don't i'm, I'm probably like butchering the story so you guys you guys should really, really listen to it but eventually like um when her kids were a little bit older <coughs> um there was um one time like her i think daughter called her and she was like mom like are you guys okay and then um when she woke up she realized that um the gas was all on in the house or something and then i think her i don't know if it was her husband but her partner was trying to kill her and her son and so they had to run um and that's when they had to go to different shelters where she said it was full of druggies. Um, and yeah, it's just so sad. And like, I feel like society like doesn't really help or protect these people as much as they need. Because she has to keep moving from house to house. And I think the trauma from all of that probably it did affect her kids um, growing up. Like, and... Yeah, I was just imagine being on the run from so many people, like your own family members, your ex-husband, um, the current partner who wants to find you. And then she just had to make a living. And she's a very, seems like a very smart, successful woman, but she's just had a very unlucky childhood. And I feel like, because she came from a, an abusive childhood, she's just so used to being abused. And that just reminded me of one of my patients um, who, in my old rotation, he did die. He just recently passed away. Rest in peace. But he apparently, allegedly, his family say that he abuses his wife as well. And what is really incredibly sad is that she doesn't want to leave him. Or she has tried, but she always comes back. Um, and like this, she has a son who's like frustrated about it all as well. Um, and she wanted to take him home, look after him. But she's also in a four-wheel frame. And she can barely ambulate herself and i'm just like why 
do these people still care about the people that have been abusive to them? Apparently he's thrown stuff at her before, but she's saying he's weaker, so she'll be able to take it. But she's endured his abuse her entire life with him. And apparently the reason why she's okay with it is because she was also abused as a child. And I guess as a child, if you see something is normal or you think you've been taught, you've been conditioned to think that it's normal, then when you grow up and you see that, you're familiar with it and you don't think that there's anything wrong with it. But then other people around you can see that something's wrong and you're, they're trying to tell you that, no, this is wrong. Like, you shouldn't have to do this. You shouldn't have to go through this. And then it can be so hard to leave. And, like, and, you know, how people always promise that they'll change. And, like... Change doesn't come that easily and change doesn't come overnight. And it just reminds me of a webtoon as well that I've been reading um, called Suhi um, 01 or something and where the dad is a drunk um, and he beats up his kids and his wife. And, yeah, he wants to change but he also can't or it's really hard for him to get over his drinking addiction and his daughter also starts drinking and then basically it comes full circle like what comes around goes around if you always see your parents drinking then you'll probably eventually start drinking as well as a coping mechanism and it's an endless cycle of abuse and of becoming who you didn't want to be and I, I I don't know why I'm trying to get through this but I feel like I've been like that as well so um like for example I say it as a joke but I've been collecting cans to recycle because Melbourne recently um, started the 10 cents collection for cans. And I used to see my dad do that all the time and I was like, oh, gross. But yeah, I started collecting cans, not from the street, but just my own. Um, and yeah, I'm like turning off lights, trying to save water, trying to save electricity. Like my mom, I didn't realise like, you know, when I had more money, I didn't used to care about these things, but... Since I've had my mortgage, <laughs> my life has changed. Like, uh, and the interest rates are going so high. I can't, like, every dollar just counts. So I'm trying to save money, trying to find the best bargain online when I normally would just straight away go through the normal, um, like, for example, the normal car parks I would normally rent called Melrose Airport Parking. It's one of the most expensive, um, but they have really good usually good service and on time to pick you up and stuff and but yeah I just don't think I can afford it this time so um I'm thinking of doing outdoor because like Melrose is indoors um and it's like maybe $20 cheaper or something but you know every dollar counts and I feel like if I can't afford indoor parking then I guess I'll just do outdoor and yeah if it's cheaper so many things to think about and so many I guess it does take more time if you want to save money but I mean if money is tight then you might as well just use the time to try to save more money instead of going for the easy way anyway I've kind of rambled a lot but yeah basically we become our parents but for this lady like she didn't become her parents she loves her daughters her kids and I'm I'm just so glad that she didn't end up like abusing her own kids as well because she's been abused um 
and I yeah I'm just really amazed that she's been able to get through this I know she probably has a lot of trauma but I can't believe she survived all this and so basically all I wanted to say is um look up Nina and honor killing and yeah if you can like support and spread the word and be more aware that this is still happening in our community in the world and it still hasn't been outdated yet thanks everyone guys uh, thanks for everyone for listening see you in the next episode Thank you for listening to this episode of How to Adult with Joy. Please make sure to subscribe to this podcast and give us a five-star review. Thank you.